Coming up in our next episode, you're going to learn what our favorite childhood toys were. And it's going to be awesome. You're not going to want to miss this. This is going to be fun. Tune in. Welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. Boy, are we excited to have you here with us today. Ah, we we are. And I am super grateful. I think Braden is too. Nah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's, let's try this I again. I am, I am. I, we are excited to have you here. Yeah, I, we and, are. And I'm super grateful to have you here. I think Braden is too. I'm more excited than John. <laughs> there is that you good? Go. Did I do it? Did I do good? Uh, Hey, when you decide to take time out of your day and spend it to, uh, with us, it means a lot. Yeah, it really does. Uh, okay, so um, remember that you can always learn more about us by asking us. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, if you check out our Instagram page, we have summer season devotionals. So once a week, we'll post a few questions and uh, stuff that goes along kind of with our podcast and with what you learned about at summer camp if you were to come to summer camp. Which we'd you love should. to see there. Yeah. Hey, our Instagram page is always open and you can find it at Bible Story Pod. It's always open because I don't know how to turn it off. I don't think you can close it. Instagram account. <laughs> like you can't set hours. No, yeah. It's not like a Business store. Business hours. Okay, John. Uh, we talked about this in our preview. What was your favorite or is your favorite toy uh, you could have that too but what was your favorite toy as a child or one that you played with all the time maybe it was one that you got really sad because you lost it maybe your older brother stole it <laughs> okay i have a sneaky suspicion that i'm going to steal your thunder i'm going to apologize for that right now yeah. but i will i will tell about one of my favorite things i've got okay. two answers actually i'll tell one of my favorite things and the thing that i'm going to tell about that I think I'm stealing your thunder on, I'm going to say it with a little bit less enthusiasm. Okay. So that I don't steal all of your thunder. Whatever. Mine's probably cooler anyway. It's fine. All right. <laughs> Braden. Yeah. I really liked Lego. Oh. I would, I'd play with it for hours and hours. <laughs> and, it, and it was a lot of fun building things. That John, I we imagined. can both have the same favorite toy. <laughs> it's okay. Is it okay? I think it's okay. We have the same favorite toy? I think so. Yeah, oh. we do. Well, I I play with it for hours, and I love playing, uh, imagining things, and then putting it together, and it was a lot of fun. Lego, uh, Lego's super fun, but the worst thing about it, yeah, was when I couldn't find the unique one of a kind part, yeah, that was like somewhere in my bin of oh, Lego, I know. and it's like I know it's here. Do you remember dumping that bin out and like Ugh. searching for hours, and, and you're like, then, I know it's there, and then it wasn't there. I know, and it was like under your bed or. Somewhere is like my mom used so to hear it. Like I can, I can vividly remember the sound of like the dumping of the Lego bin, and my mom just like from upstairs being like, "You better clean that up." <laughs> okay, so it's it's it sounds to me like Lego was also your favorite thing. Yeah, Lego is my favorite thing. I'll talk about it more, but do you have what else you got? Okay, yeah, right. My second thing, I loved riding my bike around oh, town. It yeah. was so much fun. We'd buy. We'd build jumps and trails. We'd find mud pits. Uh, we'd spray paint it pink and put tassels on the our, the handlebars. <laughs> no, not so much. But we did put those like hockey playing cards or football sports cards, with trading the cards. Clothespin. Put them into the spokes with yeah. the and and I'd be like, yeah, I got a cool hog here. 
<laughs> I'm just idling on. Yeah. Vroom, 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 vroom. But you had to keep the w- tire spinning if you were if you were it's true. sitting there. Otherwise, it wouldn't idle. <laughs> we're super cool. <laughs> yeah. Great days from my childhood. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Tell us. Tell us about your super fun toy. Okay. So I appreciate you sharing yours. That's always I like reminiscing. Um. Okay. This is is and was my favorite toy. Hmm. Because uh, I still kind of play with it, dabble. That's it. that's not. I don't really dabble ever in Lego <laughs> from anymore. From time to time, your boys don't have Lego. They do. Uh, from time to time, like I'll do it like on a birthday or something. But yeah, it's just not the same interest for me. Ah, okay. Well, okay. So, yeah, definitely one of my favorite is Lego. I remember receiving like different themed um, sets for like Christmas and birthday. Lego was pretty expensive as a kid, so we didn't still get it. Still is. Yeah, it still is. So we didn't get it all the time, but it was like a big deal if we mm-hmm. did. So I remember we had like an underwater themed one. So we had like <gasps> Lego so sharks. Ooh. That was pretty cool. Um, and yeah. And here's the funny thing. As an adult, I still get Lego. Really? Yeah. My, father in- my father-in-law got me Lego for Christmas. And it was really sweet because it was a box, one box, but it had three designs that you could build. So it had all the parts for three designs. So you could build a car. And you could build like a hoverboard thing. Did and he an, play with you? And an airplane. He didn't play with me um, because I brought it home. But then I built it while I was at home. You should have like opened it right beside him as he was reading his book. And he's like, Papa, do you want to play with me? <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah. Do you think he would have? I don't know. He might be listening. And so he could write in and tell us. <laughs> uh, no, it was super cool though. I do really like Lego. I think for the same reason you did it. It just transported you to somewhere else. Yeah. Um, okay. So... Also, I I have to say, like I was at the store the other day, and I and I actually bought a new Lego set. That's cool. So here's why. Mm-hmm. Um, two of my best friends growing up. So one I've I've known for the better part of like probably 23 years. That's amazing. You're only like 21. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, her and her husband actually like work for lego and they get to design lego i know it's like most childhood dreams come true so it's really cool so i was at the store the other day and i saw one of the sets that she helped design and so i had to i had to buy it and i'm an adult now and i have the money to do that wow it would (laughs) be fun to go there and like get a tour i know we plan on it one day denmark seems like a a far away and expensive place though probably europe but yeah I did. I, I say that, that I have the money to buy it, but I did have to turn to my wife and ask, can I have it? Can I, can I have some money, please? Can I do it? Uh, so it was really cool. Um, yeah. So she designed the, the most recent one that I bought and uh, I'm excited to open it up and play with it. Well, that's great. Yep. I think that's super cool. Uh, and of course, you had to buy it. And of course, you had to ask your wife for your allowance so you could buy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh she's hopefully she's not listening <laughs> she's gonna smack one of us or maybe both of us later like you roll, boys know better roll her eyes yeah. all right um so, so okay i'm assuming yeah that this is all gonna tie into the podcast story portion at some point oh we're recording the podcast right now i just wanted to talk about toys <laughs> yes we are <laughs> we're not just reminiscing about our favorite toys this okay. is the bible story podcast fine, in case fine, you forgot fine. uh Yes, it'll tie in. But sometimes reminiscing is fun. It is. Right? Uh, And it's really healthy. It reminds you of the good things. (laughs) I totally agree. Uh, Let's maybe carry on a little bit here. Okay. Um, 
reminiscing and and toys and building things is all uh, part of today's story. Perfect. So let's get to the story. Okay. Okay. Great. Where, are you, where were you reading in this uh, in Nehemiah this week? Okay. So in Nehemiah, um, I was reading in kind of the middle of chapter two, and then to the end of chapter three. Okay. Was the section. Um, and this, first of all, this book seems like it has a lot of historical context. Like, there's um, you kind of jump in right in the middle of the story, but there's like yep. hundreds of years there's like a lot of things that happened prior to us reading that mm. does that make sense yep totally yeah and we talked a little bit you mentioned that last week like you yeah. gave us a little bit of a breakdown yeah there's a hundreds of, hundreds of years of history that comes with this story it's it's pretty fascinating actually yeah okay so in today's story i mean the story itself is pretty simple but again we got to be taking into kind of all of this so uh nehemiah we read about him entering the city of Jerusalem uh, kind of at night, or at least that's kind of how he mentions it. Um, and he is said that he's headed out with a few other people and they want to go and restore the wall uh, of Jerusalem that once stood there. So he's kind of like going to the spot where the wall is in ruins and rubble and mm. wants to fix that. Okay. So Nehemiah yes. had asked the king of king in Persia, if yep. he would be able to leave and head to Jerusalem and rebuild the walls to its once former glory. Right, exactly. And so he seems to be feeling like a really strong conviction here or like a motivation from God. He sees hmm. something broken, wants to fix it. I think he believes that there, the rebuilding of this wall maybe will help reunite the once exiled inhabitants of Jerusalem. It's hard to say at this point what all of the the hopes that he has from yeah. simply rebuilding this wall but uh and we don't even know if it's all going to ha- come about no it's true I, I think one of the things is um if we think of the last time that israel was a strong unified nation those mm-hmm. walls would have been standing yes so there's got to be like probably something there uh and he doesn't so by rebuilding that wall it's not just to uh reunite the people but it's actually to reunite them and join them again under god right and and there there was a sense from Nehemiah and the others that came before him that they were hoping to restore Israel to to the glory and God's honor it once had. Right. Uh, first Nehemiah. So is he's there uh, in the rubble? Yep. Uh, per se, and uh, he's met with some concern, maybe some confusion. Actually, people like downright saying, "Like, what are you doing here?" Um, yeah. Like, why would you? need to come here yeah so uh you know they're they're asking first of all why he of all people uh needed to do that he is a jewish individual mm-hmm. um and so there's again more context there and also why in the first place that they're attempting to fall to rebuild something that had fallen down a long time ago yeah i think i think people had some fair questions right. about it all uh some of the current residents of jerusalem had had the, lived their their whole lives um, and there would have been relatively, uh, they would have been relatively removed from the history of the exile, like at, right. at, like the actual moving away from. Once one, because many of them didn't, uh, they stayed, uh, were allowed to stay. But two, um, like decades and decades and decades, it was right. it was like from the time of their grandparents for many of them, right? Uh, that that had happened. So it was maybe like. I don't know. The ruins of the wall were all they knew and maybe recognized at this point, which maybe was symbolic or at least representative of their understanding and knowledge of God. 
Right. Like so, it, so many generations had gone past. Yeah. And they like probably didn't feel connected to the exiled individuals. Like it was just, that was yeah. normal life to them. Yeah. And, and where was God in all of this? Like he, he, he'd peaced out a long time ago. Yeah. And, and like, it felt like anyway. Yeah. Okay. So the chapter continues once Nehemiah has, you know, given his defense or pleaded his case. Uh, it, it goes into, uh, or he explains why he's there and actually why he has right or kind of like a stake in that area, mm. which is that he was ancestors of the people that were exiled. Yeah. His great, 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 great grandma and grandpa. <laughs> exactly. Sure. Yeah. Give or take a few. <laughs> So as he begins to rebuild the wall, the chapter ends with many people from all over neighboring towns and settlements helping. Yeah. Uh, it, t- it is taking on large, and they were taking on large and small portions of this wall. It was really quite something. Yeah. It, it, you know, it says some took, you know, sections between this and this, like large, large sections, lots of people. Some people rebuilt small sections. Yes. Or uh, started to rebuild. So uh, really nearly all of chapter three in Nehemiah is actually just naming people where they're from and then what section of the wall they're hoping to help rebuild. It's pretty amazing all that's going on here. Yeah, it is. They seem relatively united at this point. Yeah. At least under the goal of having the wall stand again, which is a pretty significant deal. Yeah. Um, I think the lesson is kind of in here somewhere. I. I actually think that there's probably a lot of lessons we could take from this chapter, but I would wager that these themes will kind of continue. So we'll get to those lessons as we go, um, as we kind of read through the rest of the book. All right. So the lesson for today is... Right. No, I'm getting there. Okay. Uh, Well, again, not directly related to the happenings of the story, but I think it is part of the motivation, at least behind Nehemiah's desire and decision-making. Okay. Great. I'm interested. (laughs) please continue okay i i actually really am curious because i i don't have a one uh, a lesson here that stands out really strongly for me okay so here's the thing i think that there's times when we can feel or think that our relationship from god is like awesome strong uh uh, a wall a fortified structure if you will Mm. a lego mansion I see where the Lego comes in. <laughs> right? We feel like, oh, I'm doing good. I'm praying. I'm, I'm reading the Bible. I'm writing. I'm going to youth group or church. And I'm doing like all the things that connect me with God. I'm feeling awesome. There's okay. those times, right? Yeah. Okay. And then there is the exact opposite mm. of those times where you don't feel any of that. Mm. So everyone goes through both of these seasons yeah. uh, at times. Uh, I think that is more to do with us than it is to do with God, though. Yeah, hundred percent. So it's okay. You know, that's in our understanding. That's kind of us and our own feelings that lead us to that point. But I do, I don't think that it's totally wrong to take a lesson from kind of that. So hear me out. Okay, keep going. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down so far. Good. Well, I think that there's something to be said about the idea of rebuilding, recommitting, or coming home Hmm. right all of those are themes that we've seen not just in today's chapters that we read or this whole book but actually in lots of places throughout the bible so the idea then is that we will always be able to come back rebuild and find our home with god exactly we have to acknowledge our humanity or you know the limitations that we have which Again, 
will come more as we continue throughout this story. But God's honor, his greatness, that doesn't change. So, you know, we kind of see this play out a lot here at summer camp, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, we, we do, absolutely where, do. Where people refine their home with God. Yeah. And where they belong. Where they feel like they belong, where it's a reminder because it's a cyclical yeah. thing. You know, we happen every summer. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So before we go on and on and on, how would you say that in a nice short way? Right. Okay. Yeah. A, uh, a catchy phrase, oh, if you will. A catchy phrase. Um, okay. Something that you could sing. Sorry. You're asking a lot. Yeah. Okay. Let me think about it. Um, uh, oh. <laughs> Sorry. I beat you to the punch. I got it. What? Go ahead. Steal my thunder. <laughs> Build yourself on God. Ooh. I like that. I'm pretty sure you could like, like sing that at some point for us. But you know, I won't put you on the spot or anything. Never. Uh, I think it captures the idea that our humanity, like it just, all of us needs to stand on God, right. not our own strength. And, and we talked about Lego and building walls. And yeah, that kind of fits with that lesson. <laughs> build yourself on God. I like that. Growth tip time. Growth tip time. A growth tip is a way that we hope will inspire you and help you grow in a relationship with God this week. I think like any good building plan or foundation, there needs to be a blueprint of growth. Hmm. I think if we don't have at least an idea or how of how we'd like to grow or the type of person we'd like to become, uh, it's pretty hard to recognize the growth that happens within us. Totally. I agree. So our growth tip for today is make a blueprint or a plan or dream of the type of growth you would like to experience in your relationship with God. It doesn't have to be perfect and it can definitely change over time, maybe even should change. But having a plan is always a great place to start. Thank you all for joining us for this episode. Remember to build yourself on God. Have an amazing week and stay tuned for the discussion episode following. There is nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Have a great week.